You are listening to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure you're following us on all social media at lunchpailguys underscore. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 186th week of the Lunch Pill Guys podcast. Everybody is here, from Aiden to Wyatt to Bart and Jared, who is currently laying on the floor and going to be giving us some great audio quality tonight doing it. Uh, we're glad we could all be here, and we'll start off with, uh, as always, some news that we missed. Referring first to the NBA draft, um, as expected, Victor Wembanyama went number one the San Antonio Spurs, and will wear number one for the team as well. Oh. Uh, so. Mm. Okay. It's a cocky move. I know, I think it's a big deal. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. If he doesn't pan out to even be like 80% of what people thought he's going to be, <sighs> it's going to be, I would say, very disappointing. Poor dude. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the, the thing about I mean, he is Spurs... like, what, like 7'4", 7'5", as like a very unique body i feel like there, there's a reason to to worry so we'll see mm-hmm. but yeah hoping for the best wendy yeah well, we'll see how it turns out if anybody wants to book any career moves uh the floor is open um we'll check we'll back <laughs> greatest of all time check back in 20 years yeah <laughs> yeah I've, I've seen some nba accounts that are like is he already a top 10 player in the league <laughs> yeah that's that is insane that's such, so disingenuous to basketball discourse <laughs> it's kind of disrespectful to the the current nba players too yeah it is yeah um all right we're gonna move next to some football jared put this on our, our headlines document this week <laughs> I don't know if he wants to fill in the blanks at all as to what happened, but Aaron Rodgers is speaking at a psychedelics conference? I think he already has at this point. It was in Denver, okay. and he was a keynote speaker, <laughs> which I just find hilarious. <laughs> it checks out. You know, it does check out, though. Yeah, exactly. I think that the, the aim was, like, more public acceptance of psychedelics or something like that. Kind of interesting. Interesting. <laughs> So are they? Here's the thing too. Are they? Are they just not against league policy? Because people like smoke weed or whatever, mm. and they're like four games, <laughs> you know. And then Aaron Rodgers is like, yeah, I'm doing psychedelics. <laughs> are they? Are they not <laughs> testing him? I don't know <laughs> what's going on. There. I guess if you're not testing for it, then you know. I don't know. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Who knows? Oh yeah, I've heard rumors that like the the Jets are in the discussion for hard knocks, and I hope it's just. Aaron, like a lot of sessions with Aaron Rodgers just <laughs> on psychedelics. That's that's what I'm up for. Good TV. But. Oh, great TV. I want to see us. I haven't sought this out, but I want to see a segment about the darkness retreat that he did in Oregon or something. Yeah, I'm sure it does too. exist somewhere, but I know it's in Oregon. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'd be like horrified by that. Just like we should take. Oh yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> no, we're, I mean, we're not too. I'm not too far from Oregon now. You know? we're not, we should take a trip. Exactly. We should do yeah. a Lunch Bell Guys podcast from the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it'll be really enlightening for us. Um, and last up, in a reverse of the all-time baseball tweet um, about Otani and Trout doing ridiculous things and the Angels losing, the Angels scored 25 runs in a game this past week, but Otani went one for seven. 
in that game. What? So did Mike Trout go like seven for seven with you know two grand slams? Like what, what happened? He was yeah. he was three for three, and then they pinch hit okay. him after a while. He he did not even play the whole game. So that's probably okay. smart. He gets okay. injured a lot now. Yeah. yeah. Did they win though? <laughs> <laughs> they, they did indeed win. Twenty-five to one. They had scored twenty-three runs for the through the first four innings, which I think is some sort of whoa. Record. That's crazy. Yeah, scored 13 in the third inning alone. Do you know what the major league record is? I don't. For like runs in a game? Yeah. Most. I feel like it's not that much more than that, right? I mean, someone, somebody probably hit 30. Uh, in 1896, the Cubs, (laughs) (laughs) the Cubs scored 36 runs against the Louisville Colonels. (laughs) Dead ball era doesn't count. Pre World War One does not count. <laughs> the record for runs in an inning is apparently seventeen in the modern era. So they didn't break that either. Uh, That's yeah. also crazy. Uh, I found something else. The highest scoring game in MLB history. Uh, maybe uh, maybe this is total. Yeah, this is total. Mm. Forty nine total runs in nineteen twenty two. But that. Yeah, That's I think okay, that everybody included. Yeah. In the live <laughs> ball <laughs> era, in the live ball era, <laughs> yeah. the Rangers scored scored thirty in two thousand seven. What does the live ball oh. era mean? Yeah, when when did that start? Google another thing. Google now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think Anytime it was the twenties, right? Yeah, it's the twenties because it's okay. the people started actually hitting home runs and. <laughs> Exciting. They're like, oh, we hit it over the fence. What do we do now? <laughs> I, I saw some video. I they only brought one ball of like the all-time, the all-time home run leaders. And when Babe Ruth broke the record, it was, you know, like the the person who had the most home runs ever. This isn't going to be a precise number, but it was like eighty-five or ninety. <laughs> and then Babe Ruth hit seven hundred fourteen home runs in his career. So, quite, I'd quite a dramatic upset there. Um. All right. Well, we're going to jump into our main segments then. A lot of NBA today in our first two segments, and then we're going to have a little fun with our last one. Uh, We're going to start with Chris Paul getting traded to the Warriors. So Golden State agreed to trade Chris Paul to the Washington Wizards um, to send, quote, punchy Jordan Poole uh, to D.C. So, Wyatt, you put this in here and labeled Jordan Poole as a punchy uh, what does this trade mean for Golden State? Does it make sense to take on Chris Paul? And does this shift the scales at all in the West? As it stands right now, I don't think this trade makes any sense for Golden State. Chris Paul, for, for all of his accolades, for all of his accomplishments in his career, he, right now he's a deteriorating asset due to his age and his lack of his health, his, his more lack thereof when it comes to being able to stay on a basketball court. So... Outside of what seems to be a level of depth and some veteran leadership, I don't really see major contributions that Chris, Call, Chris Paul can really make to this team. So right now, as the Warriors' motion offense allows Curry and Clay to work off ball with Draymond as the primary ball carrier, somewhere between the elbow or the top of the key, Chris Paul, his entire career, has always been in full control of the offense. So it may sound like in a vacuum, well, Chris Paul will just be the ball handler and Curry and Clay will work off ball around Chris Paul. Well, that kind of renders Draymond completely useless 
And Chris Paul right now leads the league in frequency as the primary ball handler in pick and roll offenses by a wide margin at 55%. The next guy's at 50. Steph Curry right now is at 30%. And I don't see that as an indicator as a need for a f- for this offense. Um, I see this as an indicator for a team that does not value the pick and roll uh, as well as Chris Paul does and as well as Chris Paul seems to thrive. Um, they all, Steph Curry and Clay, as I said, outpace Chris Paul significantly with dribble handoffs due to the motion offense. Chris Paul has one of the lowest percentage of dribble handoffs in the entire league. So they're almost exact opposites when it comes to the way that they play the game of basketball that either Steph or, or Steve Kerr is going to have to come out and say, we plan to build our offense around Chris Paul going forward, which I think would be a mistake uh, and would I think would be f- fundamentally weird with Curry and Clay around. Or they make a statement that says, Chris Paul is going to play in the motion offense, which I don't see holding up very, uh, well well at all. The positives from the deal is at the very least you get off the punchy Jordan Poole contract and you move on from the cloud that was the punch in the locker room. Um, like I said, he doesn't have to be – Steph Curry doesn't have to be the primary ball handler. So it l- allows him some offensive versatility where it's not like this is a hard-stuck move where maybe the Suns might be at with some redundancies. Uh, however, I just think – if you put them both on the, fo- the floor at the same time, Chris Paul and Steph Curry, Steph Curry becomes a two-guard. It renders Draymond completely useless. Their defense goes down exponentially because it's a lineup of Paul Curry, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond, unless you decide to move one of them to the bench. And outside of Draymond and Wiggins, none of the other three are really good defenders, at least anymore in, in Clay's sense. So... I just don't, like in a vacuum as it stands right now, this can't be the only move they make. I think that they could use Chris Paul as a piece for more depth or maybe try to woo the Clippers into taking Chris Paul since there was a possible reunion there. But I I just don't really get it for where they're at right now and how it matches up. I feel like the key point is what you mentioned briefly which is that one of them is going to go to the bench and specifically i think chris paul is going to be coming off the bench which is why i think it makes more sense the the way i've seen this described is they got rid of jordan Poole, which is a huge addition by subtraction because he was terrible last year and if they bring chris paul off the bench basically i think the idea is if you can have a bench with the warriors and with steph that is like a net zero you are going to be a strong contender because usually the warriors bench is a huge letdown for them so that, that is my understanding of this. I agree with you entirely that Chris Paul's style of play does not seem to mesh well with their super heavy ball movement offense. But if you let Chris Paul play on his own while Steph and Clay are resting, I think it makes a lot more sense. I, I guess the question then is, does Chris Paul close games? A, a lot of players come off the bench and then end up playing in, in some rotation in the closing lineup. Does that mean Chris Paul is now a $45 million rotational player? <laughs> I, I feel like that that would be just an awful move. I get it that when Steph Curry goes to the bench, the Warriors died, essentially. Uh, when, but So you're really asking, is there Chris Paul plays, I think Nick Wright said it this way, eight minutes a half, and you're really telling Chris Paul, hey, you're coming off a bench, maybe you're playing 16 minutes. There will be moments where they play on the court together, and there will probably be an expectation that Chris Paul is a closer on that team and I don't really like that as it stands. 
I'm also a Jordan Poole fan. I'm just going to put it out there. Poole party. <laughs> I think, yeah, things would change too if it, it seems like they're likely to probably resign Draymond, but if they didn't, they would definitely need to trade Chris Paul. But even if they do, I think they probably still should trade him because this is Colin Coward's thing, which I think actually makes sense, is they basically got older and smaller uh, through this deal when the rest of like, like the, the juggernauts in the West, for example, like um, the Nuggets have Jokic and you don't really have anybody that can guard him right now. Um, even even like Draymond probably, I don't know. I don't know what, what their one-on-one stats are. And then let's say you get through there on the West and then on the East you have to face Giannis or Embiid or something. They don't really have like the same kind of height. Or yeah, like lengths to like defend that sort of that sort of player or go toe to toe. So I think they probably need some more hmm. bigger players. I think. But do you think they made this move to trade Paul after? It just doesn't really. Yeah, I don't I, think, I think so. I think so. It just. I think it doesn't. It, first round. They gave up a first. Yeah, just. Rounder. I mean, maybe they were frantically just trying to get rid of Pool, but it just feels like yeah, like a, a kind of lopsided thing for them to not even keep Paul. And I don't think Paul's worth that much at this point, right? I mean, you mentioned that he's a lot of money for a guy who's really aging and, yeah, can't really play defense. I I think Chris Paul does have some value in what is a locker room glue guy, for lack of a better term. I mean, he basically got shipped off to Oklahoma City to die and fade away for the rest of his career. And they ended up being really good in making the playoffs that year. Um, And then he goes to Phoenix, and Phoenix ends up Mm -hmm. making the finals. And I'm not saying – but but this Warriors team is not a team that needs that asset. Mm -hmm. Like, that's where it it doesn't make sense for me in that – um, I think that there might be a team out there that could see Chris Paul as an asset in that way. I just, you know, they, they had to have just been frantically trying to get off of a Jordan Poole contract, uh, especially for the long term, because at the very least, if this all blows up in their face, that money is open because this will be Chris Paul's last year underneath, um, you know, making a major mm-hmm. hit to their cap. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good move for Jordan Poole, too. I think he's won this ring now, and he gets a chance to kind of ball out on the Wizards. Um, I've seen the the running bet on NBA Twitter and such as what number will be higher, Poole's points per game, or the number of total games that the Wizards win. Because um, it's going to be <laughs> so bad next year, and he's going to you know ball out so much. But for him, at least, I think it's... To, to sort of move the conversation yeah. slightly away. <laughs> yeah. The question is, are those like of... inversely related or correlated? <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. great point. <laughs> I don't <as> well. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah thirty points per game on forty shots per game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hilariously, he's Bradley Beal. Like that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. It's just they're just doing it exactly. again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just a younger guy. Yeah. Younger version. Yeah, I wonder what the Wizards' plan is for for Pool. Tank. That's what yeah. I was wondering. Like, what, yeah, this, I guess what do they so. see in him? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's just like cap filler for now. Maybe I don't think so. I I actually like him as a future asset for a team. Um, you know, I think that the hard thing about Jordan Pool when it comes to evaluating is it's like, how do you really get over the fact that the veteran leader on your team punched you in the face? Nobody cared, and you had to go out there and, and contribute to a team who had just won the championship. Like I think that that requires a lot more 
focus and I don't want to say mental strength as if he had the opposite of it, but it, it more of the sense that like that was just that's just a lot to take in in one moment um, where now he's kind of in a situation where not necessarily he's the guy and they're building a core around him. I think he is maybe on a level of Jalen Brunson as like a really surprising contributor to winning basketball. And you're looking to add a better piece next to him where he can complement that. But I, I think that Jordan Poole is not necessarily like um, Nick Young from a couple years ago where he's like just a goofy basketball. He's not Lance Stevenson where mm-hmm. he's like just a meme. Like, I think that he is re- really willing and, and good enough to contribute to some positive basketball plays. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a tank move just because like I think they're upgrading here a little bit. If you're going to have someone be the focal point of your team, it should be Jordan Poole rather than Chris Paul at Chris Paul's age. Yeah. And it's not like they got that much in terms of draft capital here. They got like a second rounder in some year and they got a really protected first rounder. I think it's like they'll only get it if the Warriors are 20 or below, like 20 or, you know, 20 through 30 um, for a first round pick or something like that. So I feel like they, they must view this as some sort of small upgrade, but it's, it is kind of unclear what their, what their move is here. That's fair. All right, we're going to go next into a little more Warriors-related talk. Well, I guess using the Warriors more so as a starting point. Uh, Jared's mentioned him already this episode. Colin Coward <laughs> said the Blazers are the Warriors without the trophies. Meaning essentially that their best players are all still guards, um, including Damian Lillard, who has committed to play for the team into the future, um, seemingly forever. So, Bart, <laughs> how do we assess this statement? Is Colin Coward right for saying this? All I can really say is it's just strange. I, I, that was my first thought reading this, and then I watched the whole five-minute clip, and I just thought, this is strange. I think I understand what he's trying to say, and I think there's some merit there. The example he specifically is using with the Warriors just seems really weird and unnecessary to me. <laughs> so, like, why do I say that? Because to imply that the Warriors, that they're like an only guard team is kind of laughable to me. Like, I, I watched the whole five-minute video just waiting for him to mention Draymond. He never mentions Draymond. How do you omit, like, arguably the best defensive player of, like, the past decade or whatever, right? Like, he's been a key cog for them in their, in their finals runs. So that was weird. Um, and then there was no mention of Kevin Durant either, you know, another guy who's not a guard. So, again, remind me how the Warriors are a guard-only team. Uh, and then, like, even then, like, you got, like, Andrew Wiggins in their last finals run was important. Andre Iguodala won finals MVP for them one year. He's not a guard. So... That's just weird. And then it also implies that Dame and Steph are, like, comparable when they're really not. Like, Steph is, like, an all-time great. Dame is, like, a Hall of Famer, but not really in the same league at all. And then, like, don't even get – like, there's coaching as well, right? Like, Steve Kerr versus, like, Terry Stotts and Chauncey Billups. Like, come on now. So many differences. So I just thought it was, like – like, there was no reason to even mention the Warriors in this example, (laughs) basically, is where I'm coming from. But – with that being said, I do think there's some validity to like what Coward was saying about the Blazers guard situation. Um, oh, but also let me just say one more thing that it's weird <laughs> because it's like Scoot fell to them. Like this yeah, isn't right. like the Blazers were going out of their way to get another guard and they don't even have that many good guards to begin with. Like they have Dame and Anthony Simons and then Shaden Sharp should be good, but he's like still developing. 
they would have been stupid not to take Scoot. So that was another reason I thought this was weird anyway. But I do still think it's like, yeah, now you have to talk about the fact that you have a bunch of these guards. There are diminishing returns on their skill sets. What are the Blazers actually trying to do here? I don't think that they should have taken somebody else, but I do think, like, I hope the GM really has a plan with what he's trying to do here. And I know we talked about earlier, like, oh, Dame is committed. They got to keep him. I think they shouldn't. I really don't think they should. I think now is actually a great time to move on from Dame because build around Scoot, get those assets for Dame while you can. Like, there are, yeah, there are a lot of guards here. They would have three potentially all-star guards who are, like, under 25, is it? Mm-hmm. I think I think you have to be honest with yourself. Keeping Dame right now, even with Scoot, they're not a championship team. They're not. So I do think Coward makes a point there that it's there. But like again, the whole Warriors comparison is ridiculous. It's just not necessary. It's just like why not compare them to another team whose best players are guards? Exactly. I'm very. <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> There's so many other teams whose best players are guards. Why would you choose the one who's been the That's dominant good. Yeah. juggernaut over the last decade of basketball? He loves his comparisons and analogies. He, he's really good at them a lot of the time, I think, too. Um, yeah, I agree, Bart. Uh, for, just a word of mouth from, from my, my Portland natives. They're, they're not confident that the GM has a plan. Um, so we, mm-hmm. we shall see how this goes. But, yeah, I think it would be smart because Dame, even at, what, 33 or 34, I think he is, is still going to be making a ton of money. Like, we're still going to need to pay him a ton of money if, like, you try to re-sign him or whatever. Um, and even in the next couple years of his contract, he's still gonna he's still making I think like forty million or something like that. So it's definitely time. I think it's definitely time to move off. Like you said, you'll have free up so much cap space too to really do stuff with that young core. It's kind of I mean it doesn't work like this as much in the NBA in the NBA, but it's kind of like the rookie contract NFL thing where like if you actually have like really good players that are all cheap, and then you like that's like kind of your golden window. Not that like Portland's gonna be contending necessarily in the next two years or so, but maybe, you know, it, down the line, down the uh, road, you could like lay some good groundwork right now, I think. But. Yeah. Trade for a couple of good young front court assets. If, Cause they do have so many guards and then see where it goes. You can get a pretty good return for Dame at this point. I would imagine. Yep. So. You'd think. Yeah. yeah. Especially cause like the teams that are rumored are the heat and the bucks are the two I've seen, both of whom have a lot of assets. Yep. Decent yeah, players, so, yeah. You'd think they could get a good deal. They don't even have to get yep. players back in return. Like the the Blazers are in a window where like we need to get those re- these valuable rotational mm-hmm. players. Mo- by the most, mo- like it, like like let's say they traded and they got like KCP back. I know that he's not necessarily available, but like by the time that that team is ready to compete, they don't need these like veteran role play. They just need to get picks in, like the like the Oklahoma City Thunder draft your tail off and then hope for the best. So I just think that Portland does have a lot of flexibility in what they can go out and get, and it's not necessarily like mm. like you probably get some young pieces back if you were to go to the Heat and get like Tyler Hero, but yeah, just get picks, free up tons of cap space by taking on some dead contracts, and then you'll be the Spurs where you have the number one overall pick and forty million dollars in cap space to add your, add to that team, you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think the draft. I think the draft is pretty risky, but usually is pretty risky. But yeah. well, you know what I think about the draft. I feel like what? Yeah. 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 You, I mean, you. This year draft, ended up being a good one. A good one. Yeah, this is a good year. <laughs> and I think even if you draft in the top five, getting valuable role players is worth a top five pick. I think. So mm-hmm. like they don't have like I think they have a superstar in Scoot. Anthony Simons is a really good player. They believe Shaden mm-hmm. Sharp is a budding all star. And if they were to draft three, four, five 
two even. Like they probably could just get players like Tyler Hero level and like, okay, like you're really just valuable specialist and you go out there and, and, you, and you compete. I think that they are in a fantastic position to restart. And they would be foolish to think that they can do anything in this free agency period to put this team from out of the playoffs as championship favorites when the champion won in your on your side of the bracket the last two years. <laughs> yeah, I'm less low on the draft. I feel like I I feel like the point is that you need to put your name in the the hat as many times as possible, right? It's okay that it's a crapshoot. But if you give yourself enough chances, you're going to get somebody good, I feel like. We've seen enough cases where even guys later in the draft, look at a Jokic or someone like that. Like Some guys really pan out even outside of the top five. And so I think mm. it's fine to have your strategy be to stockpile a little bit. And yeah, most of them won't work out. Some will be role players who are valuable or not. Some might be superstars. But that's that's all they can really hope on right now. And I feel like that's a, that's a really cheap way to build a team, obviously. So yeah, yeah shout out OKC. Like, yeah. I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. a lot of people. I think would say the Thunder are gonna be really, really good in a few years, right? That's yeah, exactly yeah. what they do. Just based on numbers, we'll you know. Now, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in well, a few years, next year. Yeah, no, when Chet comes back, back they I think they're gonna be pretty good. Yeah. 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 I, I I wanted. I was gonna say that I, I'm kind of mad at Dame for doing this whole like I'm loyal, don't trade me thing, because like he's kind of putting them in a tough position. Whereas if he said like I want to get traded, then everybody would be better off. Yeah. yeah, the loyal mm. like staying in one city thing is so overblown to me. I don't know, right? Because it's not like anyone would blame Dame for yeah. trying to even <laughs> force all. a trade, not trying to all. like really like force his way out. But just to say I'm cool with being traded, I feel like no one would care at all. Mm. No. I agree. All right. Well, with that, we're going to move into our last segment of the day. We're going to do some sports family feud. So many of you know. The classic game show, now hosted by Steve Harvey, Family Feud. Basically how it works is you get asked a survey question, people respond, blah, 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 blah. You have to guess what the most common responses are. And so we have some sports-themed ones based on some stats. We've divided into two teams. Aiden and Wyatt will be on one team, and Bart and Jared will be on the other. We have five rounds where you'll be asked to name the top seven in each of these categories. Uh, points will be descending. I'm not gonna. I didn't assign values to it beyond. If you get the number one, you get seven points. The second one, six point, all the way down. Um, and each round will start where I will ask the question. One person. We'll just do everybody can buzz in, and then whatever team gets, whoever gets one first or the highest one first. So people will buzz in, and. I'm explaining the whole rules to Family Feud here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say Wyatt buzzes in first, and he gets the third highest one. Um, at that point, either Bart or Jared uh, will get the chance then to guess again and get the second or first one. If they get the second or first one, they get to go, and then they get to keep guessing until they get three wrong, and then it passes over to the other team who gets to guess as many until either all the answers have been answered or they get three wrong as well. Sound good? Mm-hmm. And then once you're doing it, like three three strikes, you can do them in any order, right? You don't have to go top to bottom, right? You uh, you never have to go top to bottom. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you just have to get the, the seven. Bart! 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm watching every day. Feud, so we're good. I did have to re-Google the rules. I'm like, this would be fun. <laughs> I know. I just had to... <laughs> love yeah, yeah. I love Steve Harvey. Can you can All you right, do so... some Steve Harvey like 30 second looks and just like stretch out like stretch out like, the the runtime? <laughs> yeah, do it for the audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they're in his ear and they're just like, "All right, we need to pad this runtime a little bit." Like. Just do like 30 seconds of a blank stare when somebody says a dumb answer. <laughs> I'll just narrate what I'm doing, you know, if I have any facial expressions. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Uh, all right, do we all have buzzin.live mm-hmm. uh, pulled up? All right. Mm-hmm. Can you see that oh, we're that in? Good. I can see that you're in. I just cool, need cool, cool. to see, um, you know, who buzzes in first. <laughs> Are we all ready? Yes. All right. The first category is name the seven highest selling NFL jerseys. All right. Wait, of all time? No, in 2022. Oh, okay. Uh, Bart, you were in first. Patrick Mahomes. All right, that is third. What? So that means that I forget who is on Bart's team, Jared. Yeah. That means Aiden. Aiden, you were the first from the other team. Do you want to take a guess? Oh, See if you can get higher. Just toss out anything. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you are incorrect. That is not in the top seven. All right. So it passes then. Team Bart and Jared, you have the chance to get as many as you want. You can choose to do this in whatever order you want. If you wanted to just go Jared and then Bart and then Jared and then Bart guessing, we can just do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go next. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not on the list. X number what? one. I am shocked to hear that. Um, that is shocking. Okay, Josh right. Allen. Josh Allen is number one. <gasps> wow. What? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jared, you're up. Mm, I'm going to say Joe Burrow. Mm. Joe Burrow is number four. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, this could be a dangerous one, but Lamar? Lamar is not on there. You get your second X, Bart. (sighs) Pain. All right, Jared. I'm going to say Jalen Hurts. He was number eight. So that is your third no! X. Oh, no. So what's taken right now? What's on the board? So Josh Allen was number one. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is three. Burrow is four. And it doesn't it happen in Family Feud? I think this is right. That you steal all the points. All right? of the uh, you... points that have already been scored, yes. Yes. Okay, so currently you guys, Team <laughs> That's TJ, crazy. as I have labeled it, and Team AW. Uh, so Team Aww. BJ has 16 points. Those are all up for grabs. Uh, do I get to do it? Because I haven't said anything yet. Yeah, go for it. Go for Justin Jefferson. That is correct. It is nice. number seven. <sighs> oh, my gosh. That was so close. You, they, you steal all the points, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Shoot. All right. Plus that one. Plus that so one. It, in plus the first one, right? one, team Aiden and Wyatt have 17 points. <laughs> was Dak Prescott on there as well? Dak Prescott is six. He was my next guess. McCaffrey? No. 
CD Lamb is five. CD Lamb? What? CD Lamb? That's crazy. Cite your source. Micah Parsons is two. What? Do the Cowboys fans? Should have counted on that. I knew there was going to be a Cowboy on there, but I I didn't know if Micah or Dak was bigger. I didn't think CD Lamb was going to be on there at all. Yeah, that's random as heck. That's so random. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, we're going into a little hockey territory. Um, I will oh, reset no. the buzzer. Yeah, this is going to be bad. It's going to be really <laughs> bad. Anyway. All right. The seven teams who have won the most Stanley Cups. All right. <laughs> Bart, you're up. People need to start buzzing faster. I don't actually want to be first. My <laughs> um, Red Wings. They are third <sighs> with 11 Stanley Cups. Whoa. All right. Really? So, all right. Who is Aiden? You have a chance to uh, to take it over. Bruins. They are on there, but they are fourth, so they're not quite as high. Let's Bart. Let's pass. Let's give it to them so we can steal the points when they get three wrong. That's what I think we should do. <laughs> can we do that? Yeah. Yeah, you, you can, can do that. Okay. I'm, I'm so all, I'm we're gonna pass it back. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> So why? How does the point system work at this point? Um, points are do you, double. Do you, do you also get Bart and Jared's points that they got from the Red Wings? Well, like we we haven't scored any points officially yet. The answers are on okay. the board, and we just have to figure out what the rest of them are. If we get them all and they pass, we get those points. If okay. we and get like not... two more and we fail, they still have a chance to steal. Okay. Mm. okay. How what? How many total spots are there on this? There's seven. seven. Jeez. We have three and four. Mm. Yeah. I don't know um, anything about it. I'm going to go with the mm. Avalanche. Eh. Didn't they just win, one. though? Okay. Wait, so, sorry. Can you explain the stealing r- rules one more time? How many? <laughs> like, if we get three, if we don't get all seven... They steal. Yes, they have a chance. Yes. <laughs> oh, then then there's no point in even. Well, they probably don't know either. That's why they passed. <laughs> if we and if, there were two who are tied, so I just the tiebreaker for points wise was just whom won. And more Aiden, recently. if we fill out the six of the six of the seven, and then we fail, and they go for number seven, and they don't get it right, we still keep the points. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So yeah. I, I have yeah, I have yeah. faith in that. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> have have no faith. in um, that. Should I guess like a real team or yeah? <laughs> yes, go for it. You have one strike. The Canadians. They are number one on the list. They have won twenty-four. Oh god, <laughs> this, is, this is bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't really mean to guess the number one team. Why <laughs> right. That's the team is called the Canadians. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the Montreal, Montreal Canadians. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> The wait, did we already say the Bruins? Yeah, we did. Yeah, did we already say the Red Wings? Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. the Maple Leafs. They are number two. Nice. Oh! They've won thirteen. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna make the rule. You don't even have to name the the mascot if you don't want to. I'll I'll take City alone I'll just to make this uh. a little easier. <laughs> what? That's fine. Now I mean, you say okay. Are, are Wyatt and I allowed to like sidebar here, or is that... no? You can't. No, you can't. <laughs> no, no, no. Not official rules. Yeah, but how do we know that they don't have a personal chat on Zoom? Right <laughs> do that. I would have no way of knowing. All right, Aiden. Scouts honor. 
The Oilers. They are seven. Technically are you kidding? <laughs> but <laughs> so wait, how many? How many have we filled out? I'm just naming Canadian have... teams. I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. This is the best way to go. You have five of the seven. Oh my goodness! And just you one have the Canadians right at one, the Maple Leafs at two, the Red Wings at three, the Bruins at four. The problem and is, the at seven. is I only know so many teams. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay the thing is like so many of the recent teams i feel like are like southern teams that have existed for like four years you know <laughs> um, i just found out the panthers were real this year uh um, yeah exactly exactly yeah their jerseys though are great yeah. they seem fire because modern jerseys are fun all right the this Krakens is stalling though we well. need a, we need an answer yeah, okay yeah, I'll um you... no wait it's you... my turn right it's my turn yeah yeah go why go it's why it's turn I'm going to go with probably the last team I know. The Penguins. That's they are on the say. list as well. Oh, no. six. <laughs> Unreal. Get Tied fucked. for six with the Oilers. Get All right. You have fucked. two buzzes oh, and no. two chances to get it. Or t- one buzz and two chances to get this last one. Wait, what? You only have one oh, strike. One. We, we can get wrong you, twice. You only have one strike. Yeah. You have one oh, strike. gotcha. And two. Okay, two chances. So you have two chances to get this and last it's, one. And I'm up. Yeah. Um, I know one more Canadian team, but I feel like they're not very good. I'll give you ten seconds. Oh, Jesus Nine. Christ! Um, the Six, five, four, three, Sabers. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Wyatt. Here's where the Sabers are. So I'm I'm between, in my head, the Kraken, who I know it's not true. Because they're brand new. <laughs> <laughs> so certainty. That's not true. I, I think I mentioned the Panthers, which I saw. Um, the Kings, who I don't think have been good for a little bit. I've never heard of the Panthers before this year, so I don't think they're very good. There's um, – no, the Winterhawks aren't a real team. They're just a local team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there a Hawks? Can I just say Hawks? <laughs> no, it has to be more specific. Okay. Yeah, Atlanta. Then Hawks. I'm just gonna go with the Panthers. Oh shoot! Yeah, wait. Can I help him? No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. But but we're on the same team. No, family feud. <laughs> I, I have to go you with the Panthers because they're the only team I actually know. And that is a buzz. That is oh. wrong. All right, you have a chance to steal. I think I know wow. a Bart. Yeah, well, based on Lucas's reaction right there, I think I know it too. No, the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh fuck! Oh, yeah, that's right. So they steal all the points. They got the last one. What a miracle! That is seven plus six. That, no, that's strategy. Four. You, there's no way that was not strategy. No, it's a miracle. <laughs> no way you guys were like, seven NHL team. Oh. Seven plus six plus five. Seven, seven plus six plus five plus four plus three plus two plus one is twenty-eight. Did I do that we'll right? take it. I've seen this team before. <laughs> the Winterhawks, I've never yeah. seen before. I know they're local, but that's the like, Portland. It's the Portland. Yeah, they're team, Portland. Right? So at my work, I work at a brewery, and we do a beer <laughs> for the Winterhawks. But there's a Blackhawks mm. um, thing hung up on the wall, and I always thought that that was the Winterhawks. Now I know. Fair. <laughs> 
moving on. All right. Well, we're moving on to our next one, our third of five. And it is... Everybody have your buzzer ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. The top seven quarterbacks by passer rating in the NFL in 2022. All right. Wyatt. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is sixth. Really? It's probably Daniel Jones. Yep. <laughs> All right. That means that Bart, you got a chance just to take it. Or Wait, is there a, do we have a passing attempt cut off? <laughs> no, you can Was it the punter who did a trick play? No, but you I'm saying. Get it oh, sorry. I'm saying what is the cutoff for the stat that you looked at? Anyway, I'm joking mostly. <laughs> um, I'm going to have the same guess as my first one. I'm going to say Mahomes. He is second. Unbelievable. So you have the right to uh, to either pass or play. Mm. I, I, I'm not comfortable passing in this one, Jared. Yeah, let's play it. We're going to play, Steve. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> All right. Jared, you're up next. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. Mm. X. What? Mm. Not top seven. Pain. He's a social media QB. What do you expect? <laughs> True. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, all right. Bart? Um, uh, I mean, Jared Goff? He is seventh. What? Really? Okay. Yeah. So who do we have again, ball. Lucas? What? You who do we three. have already? Who? You, you have Mahomes, Burrow, and Goff. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, Josh Allen. Nope, and not top Josh seven. Allen. Yikes. Okay. All right, maybe, maybe passing always is the strategy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I know. Oh. Oh. Hmm. What's my time limit? Stop. Ten more seconds. Stop. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Okay. Uh, one. Kirk. No! Nope. Wow, this one's tough. All right. When in doubt, you have a chance Kirk. to steal the point. I feel like it shouldn't. It's okay. not going to be tough when we hear the answers. Why? <sighs> you want to go first? You want me to go no, first? No, you're up. I, I guess the first one. So it's you. Okay, cool. Um. I don't know if there are like minimum snaps here. Tua? Tua is number one. Yeah. No! Steal the point. Tua was higher than. Joe That's right. We didn't get that many bucks. Yeah, I remember Tua being really high when he was healthy. Yeah. So you get seven plus six, 13 plus 15, 16, 16 points that round, plus your previous total of 17 puts you at 33 points. Oh, that's the end of the. I don't know, apparently. Is it 28? <laughs> yeah, I also... Okay, was, so... was Gino Smith on there? I feel like Gino was on Gino, there. Oh, Gino oh, is man. on there. Gino is five. Which Jalen Hurts? Two left. Jalen Hurts is four. Oh. Oh, oh I didn't realize oh. we were still... Is it Daniel Jones? Is it crazy like that? It is... It is Jimmy Garoppolo. What no way. Jimmy Garoppolo is there. Okay. 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 No. <laughs> All right. Have we refreshed our buzzers? Yep. Yep. All right. Your second to last category is 
Who finished in the top seven in Heisman voting last year? 2022. Oh my god, who won the Heisman? Wyatt, you're up. I'm having the exact same. Bryce Young. Bryce Young was sixth. (laughs) But didn't he win? No, he won, I think, the year before. The year before. Which means that Bart... <laughs> oh no. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jared, why didn't you buzz in on this one? Wait. I did, but I was last. <laughs> Maybe 10 seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, I, I, four, three, two, one. Max Duggan. No! Damn it. He okay, was, well, he we was get second. it. Second. At yes. the last minute, you got that. So you have the chance to pass or play. What do we do, Jared? Let's play. I think let's play. Okay. All right, Jared. Wait, hold on. Can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> Top seven in Heisman voting last year. Okay. Yeah. I Four say play, Bart. The seven most votes for the Heisman Trophy. Wait, say what, Jared? Let's play. Uh, I might get all three X's for us, but let's play. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, Jared. Um, Caleb Williams. Yep, he won. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the name that, that I couldn't yeah. think of. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I couldn't think of him either. I don't know. Weird. Like, I buzzed in, and I was no longer confident that Bryce Young was the answer. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bryce Young was my first thought for some reason, too. Because um, he was number yeah. two. Me, too. Okay, so then uh, CJ Stroud. He is third. Okay. Um, so who do we have again, uh, Lucas? You have... Caleb Williams, who's first, Max Duggan at second, CJ Stroud is third, and Bryce Young at sixth. Okay, Stetson Bennett. He was fourth, nice. despite absolutely not deserving to be that high. If you look at <laughs> <Hey, six. six. laughs> We're a blue collar podcast. How, how dare yeah. you say that? Okay, <laughs> so. Mm, this is. Okay, uh, Hendon Hooker? Mm. Hendon Hooker was fifth. Nice. Nice. All right, you only have the last one. Bajon Robinson. Nope. Mm. Okay, I swear if we get this wrong and they steal, I'm going to be so mad. I'm not, we're not going to steal. <laughs> um, oh, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, my gosh. I can't say it because then I might help Jared, which is technically... Um, can I Google what somebody's name is? No. <laughs> Type in his not. his facial structure and his height <laughs> and all the characteristics because I can picture him. Um, oh, uh, McNamara from Michigan is who I'm thinking of. Okay. Well, yes. doesn't matter. Jared. Um, Dorian, Dorian Thompson, uh, DTR. Dang it. No. He got voted Heisman? You think so? <laughs> I don't know. I, think I, I know couldn't it. think Dude, of Dude, I, I understand feeling, de- yeah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> guess that at this point. Why did I guess you have a chance to steal that? It's your Wait, turn. no, it's Aiden's turn, right? Right, why? Because didn't Wyatt guess the first one? I did. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Bart. Mondi. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After he heard Aiden say, like, we're not going to steal <laughs> 
Oh, God. I feel like it's maybe the Michigan running back, but I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> Blake Corum. No, that's not who it is, is it? That is correct. No! <laughs> Stop kidding me. You gotta kidding me. Isn't Blake Corum the quarterback? No, he's no, that's not running back. Uh, <laughs> Aiden that's steals right, the points. Right. Aiden gets <laughs> We're just passing. This is my greatest achievement in life. I literally was trying to think of the Michigan running back for like the entire. Yeah, that dude was that dude was crazy. Dude, I, I felt a little bit bad about the Blackhawks thing, but now I'm just exactly. Now I'm so mad. Anyway, I feel nothing. What? I'm rage quit. Bye, guys. Oh my god. What? Um, can we even win in this last round? Now we can't, right? Uh, no, but I'll. Uh, Double the points. No, I'm We're playing to anywhere. do six sevenths of the work and I'll, be robbed. Yeah, that's, that's just family feud. Is this that's capital? just a feud. This is capital. Yeah. What? All right. Um, how about if I don't know? Let's just play the last round. Yeah, let's just play it. <laughs> All right. All right. We're playing so, no matter what. Then Aiden, Aiden and Wyatt have sixty-one, and Bart and Jared have twenty-eight. Points. Dang. Double points. <laughs> All right. Next time. Yeah, point buzzer. values are tripled. Are always tripled in the final <laughs> round. <but laughs> they actually are in family feud, but so one family can just completely fail and then steal the last. Yeah, the one last round. Have a good one. <laughs> do you guys yeah. want to do that? Yeah. Triple the triple points. points. <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. yes, okay. We We're that confident. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll triple the points. Make it interesting. All right. Your last category is top seven in VORP in 2020, 22, 23. What Wait, what sport? Is that basketball? What sport is basketball? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, basketball. you know what that is. <laughs> I, I thought it might be a baseball stat. Frequently. That's what That'd I thought first, Jared. <laughs> Value over replacement. I wonder what Bart's going to say. This is going to be Value, yeah. <laughs> I was like, when I heard this, I instantly knew what my guess is going to be. I don't know if this is right, though. Am I guessing? Right, you can get, yeah, go. It's got to be. Wait, hold on. I need to think back to the nicknames. <laughs> I know. Big Honey. <laughs> Serbian <laughs> Sugar. Is it Nikola Jokic? It is. He's number one in okay. Vorp. <laughs> All right. What do you, do you think, Jared? or play? Let's just play because we... Or wait, no, but we can win now. Because so, if, if we triple the point values. It's true. Well, who cares? Let's play it. Who cares? After our commercial break, we are back, and <laughs> it is time for Jared to go. Um, I'm going to say Joel Embiid. He is third. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Luca. He is second. Really? Nice. Can we get a definition for Vorp? Value <laughs> over replacement. It's 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 Luca's the war. Second? It's it's war. Oh, okay, for, I forgot. Gotcha. Yeah, adjusted for pace of play or something. Uh, <laughs> um, adjusted for ball bark. No, I'm just joking. Um, Mike Trout. No, I'm just joking. Uh, Giannis. <laughs> Giannis is sixth. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, Steph. Ah, Earth X. <laughs> okay, I was worried. Um. Jason Tatum. Second X. Really? Oh, man. Uh, mm. 
Mm. Jimmy? Jimmy is four. Oh my gosh. So who do we have? Can you you repeat who we have again? You have Jokic one, Luka two, Embiid three, Jimmy four, Giannis six. Oh my goodness. Um... Oh. Devin Booker. It's your third mm. X. Oh my goodness. So chance for the steal, and I would assume the win because the points are tripled. <laughs> well, no. If you whoever <laughs> As if you don't know. <laughs> so is is Aiden going? I'm not going, right? Or is Aiden already gone? I don't know. I think it's you okay you can you guys can deliberate since we We since we tripled you guys can deliberate oh we can deliberate okay and it's not like it would go back to you anyway bonus okay what what names do you have why like i didn't hear i didn't hear anything that already has already gone out okay so Jokic, luca and bead jimmy and Giannis. okay and tatum was on the outside or or didn't count yep booker was on the outside Booker's on the outside yeah I have LeBron, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, KD. I don't know if Donovan Mitchell fits that category. I don't know. I, dude, I'm grasping. Huh? Mm. Jalen Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best player on a bad team? Dame. But Dame didn't play enough, I don't think. Mm. Who are the Who are the playing teams this year? Pelicans, right? Yeah, does, does Zion count? Zion doesn't count. It's not going to be like Carl Anthony Towns or Anthony Edwards. No. Um, <laughs> it won't be. Who Who are the playing teams in the East? You know, we already went through Trey Young, and, Trey Young and Jimmy Trey Butler, right? Possible, yeah. And then who are the um, next teams after that? Bulls. Bulls no out. Wizards and Hornets are okay. Out. How long did you get to deliberate though? This is yeah, you said we could deliberate, Jared. You didn't put any crazy. It was okay. In the West, going as long it was who? It was like the Thunder and Shay. Yeah, I don't. Know. It could be Shay. <laughs> I mean, that he's a, he's almost he was an All NBA player, wasn't he? Not. Wasn't he first team All NBA? Oh, Jalen Brown. Well, it's not going to be Jalen Brown. But, but Shay Gillis Alexander was a first team All NBA player. I'm fine, honestly, saying sure. We're going to go with Shea Gilders Alexander. Uh-oh. And he is fifth. Nice. No, Team Aiden Wyatt takes home the win. Oh, man. Oh, that's like we just take one. Okay. Yeah, we were stealing. Shoot. Good work. Right. St- oh, okay. So that was yeah, the last was one. Good, right? He's an all NBA player. Got some good thinking. Yes. Uh huh. And so, win Vorp by a lot. Entirely, a it seems like it's like the LeBron James set where it's like, look how bad his team is. Yeah, how are, important are you? you know? Yeah. Like, it yeah. seems like you just pick the worst teams. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, so who was the the, the last other? one was Sabonis. Sabonis was Sabonis. Oh shoot. Really? I totally forgot oh. about Kings. That was rude. Yeah. He seems out of place. <laughs> He's a good player. I just he just seems out of place. Well that's gonna do it for this episode of the Lunch Pail, guys. If you liked anything, even if it was a single second of this episode, please give us a five star <laughs> review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at lunchpailguys underscore and stay tuned for our episode next week. Bye.